Ephesians chapter 1, the prayer that Paul prayed, the classic prayer, we should all be praying, believe in God for ourselves, believe in God for our relatives. Uh, this, this prayer is just, I mean, should be top of the list. If you're going to pray anything else, make sure and pray this first. Ephesians chapter number 1, we'll start in verse 15. I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you making mention of you in my prayers, plural. So he didn't just pray this once. Prayers, plural. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you would know what is the hope. No, no, no. See, he wants you to know and me to know some things. Know what is the, you ought to circle that word, no, no. What is the hope of his calling? And you could say, no, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And you, he wants you to know, you know, these things can be so, you can have an inheritance, but you don't know it. And, and, and revelation is progressive. Yes, sir. You might know it to a degree, but not like you could, you could know it. Right. Romans 1, 7, 16 and 17 talks about the uh, gospel. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It's the power of God and salvation and so forth. Therein, in the gospel, is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. To faith. Amen. Revelation yes. is from faith to faith. Yes. Amen. How many of you see some things? In, in maybe several areas, a number of areas, a lot of areas, you see some things better now than you used to see them. You just stuck with it, right? You didn't give up. You didn't stop believing God to understand some things. You know, um, one thing we tell people over and over again when they don't understand, they don't know, they come, some, sometimes visitors come and they look at us funny, like, what are you doing? You're just teaching the word, you know? Um, and and uh, we just say, keep coming. Just stick with it. Don't give up. Because eventually, things are going to dawn on you. Something that you didn't know, didn't understand, didn't perceive. Or you, it might not be true that you didn't know it, but you didn't know it like you knew it whenever it was revealed further to you. Amen. That's the nature of revelation. It's progressive. I know some things better than I used to know them, but I don't know them like I'm going to know them. Because I'm going from faith to faith and from, from uh, revelation to revelation. Amen. Hallelujah. And the more you, the more you see it, uh, the more thrilled you become with it. We were sharing that last Wednesday night. That's, that's one of the indications that something's revealed. I mean, the wraps are pulled off. The covers are pulled off, yeah. and it's known like it was like it was all along. Amen. Something so the revelation doesn't make it so. Do you realize it's so whether it's revealed to a person or not? Yes, sir. I'm talking about the Word of God. Yes, sir. Jesus did some things on the cross. Redemption accomplished some things for the believer, really for every man. Yes. Anybody gets into it in Christ, and uh, but that doesn't mean everybody knows it. But the day he knows it doesn't mean, that's not the day that it happened for him. That's just the day it was revealed to him. You understand? And so um, 
There are things that happened on the cross that are, remember I said last, I believe it was last Wednesday night, I said that the Gospels are a picture of the crucifixion, but the epistles are an x-ray of it. And it goes into who we are in Christ. It, it shows us we were there on that cross. He was doing that for us, and so it was, it was happening to us. And our faith made it, our faith made it uh, applied to us. It, it, it took it and, and put it to our account. I mean, God put it to our account, but yes. faith says, I receive that's what Amen. I'm trying to say. Amen. And so, uh, but, but things that happened, things that happened have to be revealed. Yes. You weren't there. I mean, you were, you were in Christ being crucified. That's not what I mean. But I mean, you weren't there in the sense of the day that it happened, but God was, and he knew what was happening. So he wrote down what was happening yes. so that, that you would know all that he knows. Yes. <laughs> But it has to be revealed. People that are still fighting the devil, it's not real to them that he's already defeated. It's not real to them they have authority over him. People that are begging God for things they need, finances and so forth, it's not real to them that he's already given them all things richly to enjoy. It's not real to them that they have authority and whatever they bind is bound. Whatever they loose is loose. It has to be revealed. Revelation changes your demeanor. It changes your approach to everything. You were once trying and now you already have it. Revelation, it makes that transition. It, 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 shows, it changes your approach to things. It changes your approach to God. It changes your approach to circumstances. It changes your approach to the devil. Rather than make a deal with him and say, you leave me alone, I'll leave you alone. I mean, in some sense, that's what people are doing. But uh, rather than do that, they say, I'm going to do what God told me to do, and you're going to take your hands off of me in Jesus' name. You, you, just, you, just, you become in charge. Amen. So anyway, that's all free. He wants us to know the hope of His calling, the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints, and the exceeding greatness of His power to usward. Did you know all the power of God that, that He goes on to say, according to usward who believe, according to the mighty working of His mighty power, which He wrought in Christ when He raised Him from the dead. All that power that raised Christ from the dead was directed towards you and towards me. That's, that's available to you and me right now. We preached on that a couple of months ago. When he raised him from the dead, set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality, power, might, and dominion, every name in his name, not only this world, but that world which is to come. Chapter 2, verse number 6, and hath raised us up together and made us to sit together in heavenly places. You could say far above. Yeah. Yes. Amen. But, um, but uh, the thing that he's praying here is that we would have the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Wisdom, say that, wisdom and revelation. Wisdom and revelation. So, um, uh, so we're going to talk about revelation tonight. Yes. Amen. Amen. Say it out loud. Revelation. revelation. Now, John chapter number one, verse number four and five, the, the gospel of John, in him was life. We're talking about Jesus, the word made flesh. The verses before that talk about the word made flesh. That's Jesus. In him was life. Now, not just physical life, because we had physical life, yeah. Yeah. but talking about spiritual life. And uh, that's, that's different. That's not just, uh, you know, physical life. That's the new, that's being alive to God. Yeah. That's what we got in the new birth. Yeah. 
when we were born again, our spirits received eternal life. Somebody said, does that mean our spirits are going to exist forever? No. Well, it, it does, but I mean... People's dead spirits are going to live forever. That's right. That's right. But they're not alive to God. Right. Amen. So eternal life is not an existence forever. It's an existence in the state of life. Alive to God. You ought to do a study on eternal life and see everything that it means. But here's one thing. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Light. Light. Life was the light of men. And the light, this is not physical light or, or natural light that disappears outside when the sun goes down or the lights go out. That's not what he's talking about. In him was life and the light was the illumination, the spiritual illumination of men. And the light shineth in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. The kingdom of Satan is called the kingdom of darkness. Amen. Amen. So, the, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. So, when your spirit received, when you received Jesus, yeah. your spirit man received eternal life. Yeah. Amen. 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 And when eternal life came into your spirit man, it gave him the capacity for revelation knowledge. Amen. That's what light is. Light is a, is a Bible word for the same thing in Ephesians 1, revelation. Yes. Amen. The Bible talks about revelation and it talks about light. Yes, sir. I mean, just think of Psalm 119, 130. Don't, don't go to sleep on me because I'm going to go ahead and go tonight. Psalm 119, 130. The entrance of thy word giveth light. Is he talking about physical light? No, 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 no. Spiritual light. The entrance of his word gives light. Now notice, it gives understanding to the simple. Now we're going to come back to that because that's very important. But, but notice that uh, the entrance of his word gives light. Now, Ephesians chapter number 1 was written after Paul had already been there and preached the word to him. So they had heard what he had preached. He preached the in Christ revelation. He preached all those things. They heard all that, but evidently people don't get it just because you preached it. Because he sent and he said, now I'm praying for you that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. Yeah, you understand what I'm talking about? Now, I'm not just talking about you. I didn't get, when people started preaching the word to me, I'm like, uh, 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 I mean, my thinking had to start turning and I mean, you know. But as I kept hearing it, as I, my spirit, my spirit got lit. And that's what the devil can't comprehend. I'm convinced Christians, they operate too often. Now, not everybody, but too often Christians, they operate in the realm of information in their minds, in everything else in life. And when it comes to spiritual things, they're trying to operate in spiritual things the same way they operate in uh, uh, natural things. They're, they're, they're operating on a level of information rather than on a level of revelation. That's so good. And, and the difference between the two is the difference between light and darkness. Amen. That's so good. You're not trying. You shouldn't be coming to church trying to get it with your head. Now, faith is not of the head. 
neither is this light. Which, by the way, is the substance of faith. <laughs> we'll see how far we get into that. But in him was life. And the life was the light of men. Meaning, when your spirit receives eternal life. By, by, by making, you know, receiving Christ. When your spirit man receives eternal life, it now has the capacity for spiritual light. Are you still with me tonight? And so... Um, I'm talking about illumination by the Spirit of God through the Word. Light. Now, in the natural, if all the lights are out and the sun's down, moon's not up, you can't see. Outside, inside, whatever. Right? Uh, the same thing's true spiritually. Without light, you can't see. It can be right there on the page in front of you, and you might have just read it. And not see it. Yeah, exactly. You understand? Yeah. You can hear it and not see it. You can read it and not see it. You can say it and not see it. All right, all right. Amen. So uh, what we're talking about is something that happens from the word. The word it comes from the word of God. The entrance of His word gives life. But it's it's something that comes through the Holy Spirit. Amen. You now, as, a, as a, Jesus said, uh, go over to the third chapter of John's gospel. Let's just look at something Jesus said, remember, to uh, Nicodemus. Remember that time he said that man must be born again? Let's look at that because there's something here you need to see concerning that. John chapter number uh, three. Let's just look and let's just start in uh, verse number three. John 3, verse 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again. Stop right there. What is that? That's what happens when a man receives eternal life. He's born. His spirit is quickened. His spirit is made alive. Ephesians, we read there in Ephesians 1, but if you start in chapter 2, verse 1, you hath he quickened. That means made alive. Made alive. Amen. Well, he's writing to people that were physically alive and had never been dead. Come on, come on. Physically. But he's talking about quickened spiritually. The word quickened means made alive. So you hath he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins. Right? So this is that new birth. Well, that this is the, you know, the new birth. Somebody said, well, there's only one place the Bible talks about the new birth. No, you read the Bible. It's all through the New Testament. The new birth is all through the New Testament. Ye must be born again. The, the Bible talks about we're born not from a, a man, not of the will of the flesh, not of the will of man, but from God. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. People say, I'm, on, I'm going my, on my way to heaven. Well, really, yeah, we understand that, but really you're already from heaven. All right. We're from above. That's right. Amen. So we've received the new birth. And when the, new, when, the, when the Holy Spirit came into us and made us a new creation in Christ, the life of God was imparted into our spirits. Our spirits were made alive to God. And also the life of God, the Bible says in over 1 John chapter number 3, I believe it's, I think it's 1 John chapter number 3. Anyway, it's somewhere over there in the end of the book of John, the epistle of John. It says that um, we know we've passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. Okay, that tells you something about eternal life now. 
Remember the Bible said God is love? Yes, sir. Yep. But he said because we have that love in us, we know we've passed from death unto life. Yes, sir. Amen. So life is not just, you know, living forever. Yeah. It's not just being brought back into fellowship right, right. with God. It is the nature of God. Because God is love. That's his That's nature. Right. Amen. 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 So eternal life includes all the nature of God. It includes love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness. You know why that's in there? Because your spirit's received eternal life. Amen. I didn't plan on getting into this deep, this deep tonight, but anyway. Amen. Amen. Now, notice another thing, John 3, verse number 3, we were looking at it there. Jesus said this, except a man be born again, he cannot, what? See. Circle the word see. Amen. Circle the word see. He, he, now, somebody said, he's talking about entering into it. Well, go to verse number 5, verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, uh, excuse me, born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That's, that's true. We understand that. But first of all, he said, you can't see it. Yeah. Amen. The kingdom of God is not a visible kingdom. It doesn't have borders. It doesn't have a government like Washington, D.C. It doesn't have government buildings. It doesn't have armies. Uh, uh, I mean, physical. I'm talking about physical. It doesn't have arm, physical armies. It has spiritual armies. We're of the army of God. Angels are with us. And there is a heavenly holy of holies. But that's in the invisible realm. So you, there's things that are reality that without being born again, you can't see it. There are spiritual realities that people that are, are, are dead spiritually don't know. Because they don't see it. Remember the Bible said, Jesus said, I'm going to send you the Holy Ghost whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. Then he said, or Paul said over in his writings, he said, uh, talking about uh, the, the spiritual discerns and perceives all things, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. He can't know spiritual things. He can't know God. He can't know the things of God. I have to remind myself of that because there's a lot of things I just take for granted. Everybody else knows, and every now and then I get slapped in the face and I, get a, I become aware. Oh, that's right. Not everybody's alive to God. That's why they're dumb, dumb. Right. <laughs> That's the truth about it. They might be educated in science or math or something like that, but when it comes to spiritual things, they're dumb, dumb. Just as dumb as the post. It's all true. So um, that, that's what we, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. He cannot see the kingdom of God. So that's what he meant when he said the life is the light of men. That's right. That's right. It illuminates their spirit. Yeah. The Holy Spirit, who is the one who does that illumination, yeah. has come into their spirits. Yeah. Amen. Well, what are you laboring this for? What are you spending so much time on it for? Because if you don't have daily, yeah. daily, yeah. daily yeah. illumination yes. from the Word of God, yes. your faith is hitting on two cylinders. All right. If, if that. Tell your neighbor he's preaching better than your amen. That's the substance of faith. Faith. Light is the substance of faith. Amen. Praise the Lord. Glad you came tonight. So uh, we've got to spend some time in this. I got stirred up about this. 
And uh, the Lord started reminding me of some things. I'm convinced that we've got too many people parroting what others have revelation of. Like the seven sons of Sceva. Remember them? We adjure you in the name of Jesus whom Paul preaches. Notice it wasn't a revelation to them. Of course, they're not even born again. So they didn't even have the authority. But number one, they didn't have any revelation of their... They're trying to operate in authority on, listen to this, on hand-me-down revelation. Second-hand revelation. And when you're trying to operate on second-hand or hand-me-down revelation, you're not a voice, you're an echo. And things of the Spirit don't respond to an echo, they respond to a voice. And I'm convinced we've got too many people echoing what somebody else has a revelation of, but they don't have a revelation of what they're saying. Revelation has a different sound to it. It sounds different. It sounds like authority. <laughs> sounds like somebody that has, they know what they're talking about. Amen. So praise the Lord. Except a man be born again, he can't see the kingdom of God. You know, you can't really see without light. And that's why we turn on lights, you know, in, in the house and so forth. And so uh, you can say, except a man be born, is born again, he doesn't have the capacity for revelation knowledge. He's sense bound. But man that is, a man that is natural, he's only able to talk about what he sees. You and I talk about things above the natural realm. Yes, yes, yes. That's why we call things that be not as though they were. Yes, that's right. <laughs> because things that are not seen are reality to us. Faith, King James says, King James, uh, Hebrews 11, 1, faith is the substance, substance of things hoped for. Faith has substance. <clears throat> and, and, and it's the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. The Amplified says, being the conviction yeah. of their reality. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there are things that are not seen that are reality. It can look like the devil's running over you with, with uh, you know, he's running over, just running over you like a, running over, a four-wheeler running over something. It looks like you have no authority, but the reality is you have authority over him. So it's the conviction of their reality. Faith, King James, this is the Amplified of Hebrews 11.1. 1, faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. So faith sees something others don't see because they have information about it that others don't have. But it's, it's beyond information, it's revelation. Information is what you get with your head. Revelation is what you get with the heart. And sometimes you try to explain it to other people, and the, you, you know it, but yeah. put it into words Come on. can be difficult. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this is, where, this is the substance of faith. Amen. And so, uh, except a man be born again, he doesn't have this revelation. And so he's operating only on sense knowledge, on that level of sense knowledge. And... Uh, uh, your spirit, listen very carefully, according to the way Paul prayed there in Ephesians chapter number 1, your spirit needs to develop in spiritual revelation. Yes. That's how your spirit develops. It has to have illumination. Yes. 
Are you still with me? It has to have. That's how your spirit develops. Amen. Brother Hagin used to always say, another word for light here in John 1, 14 and other places. Excuse me, John 1, 4 and 5 and other places. It, he used to say it means development. In him was life and the life was the development of men. That's good. What he was trying to say is your spirit develops yeah. as you have revelation. Yes. Yeah. And, and life gives you the capacity for revelation. Yes. Are you still out there? So your spirit needs to have the privilege of developing through feeding on the light, feeding on the Word of God that gives light. Hallelujah. Praise God. I said praise the Lord. 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 I love this. Uh, revelation is progressive. Isaiah 58, 8, I believe it talks about, Then shall thy light break forth as the morning, yeah. and your health will spring forth, spring forth speedily. Yeah. Light breaking forth as the morning, is what he's, what he's talking about is the sun coming up. Yeah. Yeah. What is it now, about 5, 15 or something? Yeah. Yeah. If you're awake, you know, it's starting to get a little light outside. Yeah. But how many of you know at 5, that happens at 5, 15 or whatever. But at 5, 16, you don't, yeah, oh man, the yeah. sun's all the way up. No, yeah. it's gradual. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah. the way light comes. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, the Bible said, here a little, there a little. Line upon line, precept upon precept. And guess what? Just because you had it doesn't mean you still have it. You got to hold fast to it. <laughs> so, uh, praise the Lord. I'm having a good time here tonight. Hallelujah. Now, um, revelation is not a dead thing. It's a living thing. Yes. Amen. It's not dead like two plus two is four. That's just information. It's dead. It doesn't have any life to it. You don't jump up and down and shout over it. How many of you know what I'm talking about? But when you're sitting in a service and light comes, even a Baptist will go, glory to God. <laughs> <laughs> amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. People that don't say amen or shout or anything over the word of God is because they don't have any revelation of it. When you get a revelation of it, it'll, it'll put a thrill through your spirit. Just thrill you. Just thrill you. I said, just thrill you. But it comes by degrees. Amen. Say, say it out loud. It comes by degrees. Your spirit needs to have regular revelation. It needs to feed on these things. And the revelation, the, re, the word revelation denotes uh, something that has the covers taken off of it so that all the mystery is removed from it. The Bible talks about the mystery of the gospel. But in the Bible sense of it, the word mystery doesn't mean knowledge withheld, like a secret nobody knows. But actually, knowledge that, is only, that only comes with the assistance of the Holy Spirit. That's what the mysteries are. Actually, we ought to spend some time on it sometime. Paul actually used that word in the... Because the Greeks had secret societies to where they... they and they shared information that you, nobody that was outside of those societies, nobody knew it. Things are like... People do things like that today. But... Um, and so it was called, the things that they shared in those secret uh, societies was called a mystery. Yeah. 
And Paul's using that to talk about only those who are in the kingdom of God has the information that can, can come only through the Holy Spirit. But the Word of God is a dead book to a lot of people. It's like a history book or it's like, a, it's like stories. It's not alive. It doesn't, it doesn't speak to them. You know the Word of God still has the voice of God in it? You meditate on it, it'll speak. You, you look at it and go, whoa, 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 I heard that. Now, now you've got faith. Now you've got faith. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. So it's what the, it, the mystery has been revealed and the wraps have been pulled off and everyone that sees it can see alike what is revealed. It's like whenever they, you know, introduce a new military plane or a new iPhone or some company comes out with a new vehicle or something like that. They, they pull the drapes back or they pull the cloak off of the thing or whatever, however they do it. And uh, everybody can see it. So really, that's what you need to be getting out of the Word. Not just try to feed on, you know, a whole book. Today I need to read a whole book. No, one, no revelation of one good verse. One, one verse. A revelation of one verse will do you more. Than, than a thousand yeah. that you don't have yeah. any revelation of. Hallelujah. I can tell you, I, I, I got, I've gotten healed. In fact, I've gotten healed a number of times. Uh, it's so, it jumped off the page so strong at me that uh, I've used it over and over again. It's just Isaiah 53 where it talks about surely he has. I got healed one time on surely. Instantly healed of, on, on surely. It went off, and I, I whoa, yes, surely, surely. And I got thrilled about it, and my symptoms just went like that, just disappeared. And it came so alive to me, and it stayed so alive to me that it, it, I've gotten healed a number of times on it. One word of God. Revelation of one word from God. There was enough power in surely. Praise God. <clears throat> Amen. But see, you can read right by that and not get it. So don't, don't try to just read on through. I'm not saying don't read the Bible because it's good to have it to be informed of what it says. But man, there's, there's, there's a place for that. But, and there's a place even for preaching information. But really we need to emphasize revelation. Um, and so... You can read by that and not, you know, read by surely and not get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that right? Yeah. Matthew 13, 14, Jesus talked about in 15. Jesus talked about they see and don't see. They hear, but they don't hear. Right. That's right. Amen. Isn't that right? Yeah. And so um, this is the cure for a lot of situations. People saying, pray for me. Actually, if you saw what the Bible said, prayer wouldn't be necessary. You'd act on what the Bible said, and that would set it right. That would set it right. Amen. So, um, you know, the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ shouldn't be a dead thing like the Easter bunny story. You know what I'm talking about? Or Santa Claus. It's not on par with that. Amen. Amen. Just idle tales, you know, that, you know, mean nothing. Uh, well, to you, but not to me. 
changed my life. That's why we pray the Ephesians prayers. Hallelujah. Upon this rock, remember Peter said, thou art the Christ. Flesh and blood hasn't revealed it. Upon this rock, I'm going to build my church. Revelation of Jesus. Revelation of who he is. Revelation of who he is to you. Revelation of what he said. Revelation of his plan. Revelation of his goodness. Of his generosity. Of his nature. Of his willingness to forgive. Of, you know, all these things. We need revelation, knowledge. Not just a dead thing that somebody preached to us one time. That, that just we have a vague concept of it. No, it's, it, it's, you know, whenever we need to run to 1 John 1, 9, it's a living thing. He's faithful and just to forgive me of my sin and cleanse me of all unrighteousness. Thank you, you're so faithful. Thank you, you're so faithful. Hallelujah. That's how you prevail over anything Satan's trying to bind you with. That's how you prevail over condemnation. After you've missed it and, and yeah. run to 1 John 1, 9, which is for the church. Can I tell you a secret? I just got to tell you. Absolutely startled me. One of the men, the, the man that has been pushing the hardest on 1 John 1, 9 is not written to the church. Tells people not to repent. Uh, somebody I know sat down with him and confronted him on all this. And he was you know, discussing it and so forth. And then he said, all right, what do you do whenever he asked this man is pushing his doctor? What do you do whenever you miss it? He said, I repent. Mm -hmm. yeah. You didn't get that. Come on. He's preaching don't do it, but he does it. Heresy. Some of you didn't get that. Some I can tell by the look on your face. He's preaching one thing, but whenever he misses it, he repents. First-hand information. Not second-hand. That's first-hand information. The man's a fraud. Come on. Mama mia, papa pia, yeah. <laughs> I hope that doesn't mean anything bad. We used to say that when we were kids. <laughs> Sometimes he goes, what does that really mean? I don't know. But just, we just said it when we were kids. <laughs> Means what it says. Okay. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So your spirit needs to feed on revelation knowledge it needs to fellowship with God to where the word comes alive I'm telling you when it's alive it's easy to hold on to it when it's a dead thing you you're just it's just it's like a slippery pig it's always getting away from you getting away from you <laughs> praise the Lord all right so I'm having a good night now let's go over to uh, Psalm 118, Psalm, uh, Psalm 18, excuse me, Psalm 18, verse number 28 and 29, Psalm 18, 28 and 29, thou wilt light my candle. Now this is a prophecy, how many of you know he said in Proverbs 20, what is it, 27, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. That's what they used. They, don't, they didn't have light bulbs back then. They used candles to light their rooms or lamps. Or, you know, to have a little, really it wasn't a candle like we think of. It was a little, uh, little bowl with, with, a, with oil in it that had a little wick sticking up and they burn it. 
Yeah. Um, thou wilt light, that's what they meant when they meant candle. Thou wilt light my candle. The Lord, uh, my God, will enlighten my darkness. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, Proverbs 20, 27. So that's, he's saying that's where God illuminates you and I. A candle illuminates a room or, you know. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. That will light my candle. Now, these two, you put these two prophecies together. These are prophecies of the new birth, literally. Um, David was a prophet. And when he would say things, sometimes it was prophesying about things to come. And he's talking about the new birth. The Lord will enlighten my darkness. But we've already read Jesus said once a man's born again, he, can, he has the capacity to see things that are not seen. Right. That are revealed in the Word. They're written in the Word. That's right. That's right. But uh, they're not seen with the natural eye. Yeah. So he said, uh, the Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. Darkness. Do you know confusion comes out of darkness? Saying men, that, saying men can have babies is confusion. Come on. Come on. I mean, the, the confusion that people are pushing nowadays is it's just, it's darkness. Don't, don't just say, that's dumb. No, it's darkness. It's of the kingdom of darkness. So whenever he says, Thou will light my candle, thou will enlighten my darkness, he, he's talking about it, it clears up confusion. For by thee, now notice the result of this. You could say, By this enlightenment of my candle, thou, I, I, I have run through a troop, and by my God have I leaped over a wall. <laughs> now that's just, um, that's just talking about limitations. A wall is like something that blocks your progress. A troop in front of you, somebody, something that's blocking your progress. So he's talking about the ability to go through and get past limitations. Amen. So uh, what he's saying here, the spirit of man, whenever God, whenever the, 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 your spirit is illuminated... It gives you the divine impetus to get past where you've been. Amen. You might look at a, you might, you might see something and think, or you might see somebody else living a certain way or experiencing certain blessings or something like that, and you think, I know no way for that to be so in my life. I don't have the education. I don't have the experience. I don't have the connections. I don't have the whatever. Yeah. You know, the, there's all kinds of natural things yeah. that people say are limiting them. Well, then you need to, you need to rise above natural things then. Yes, sir. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And so really, you through, and here's how you do it. You do it through revelation knowledge. That's right. You can't explain a lot of things that a lot of folks are walking in, yeah. even, even in this church right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You really can't explain the finances of Spirit of Faith Family Church yes, sir. Come on, sir. in Iowa. Do you know guest ministers? They go, you know the common text I get after giving the offerings from, to guest ministers here? Or calls. I don't even get home. You know what I'm talking about? 
They just go to the hotel, open up the envelope, and I'm, I'm on the way home, and I get a text or a call. Yeah. Yeah. Wow! Praise God! Praise God! Praise God! Amen. Iowa. Yeah. So how does the church operate like that? Revelation. 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 There's really no other explanation. So what used to stand in front of us financially, we've mowed it over. Blown it out and gone beyond it. And we're just continuing to blow things out. Blow things out by revelation. Revelation is a little bit like lighting. You know, the military, the, the, uh, the Air Force, whenever they take off and they're flying and then they light the afterburners, they call it lighting the candle. So whenever you're, you're endeavoring to get somewhere... And there's a lot of things trying to hinder you. Light the candle. Amen. Rather than keep bumping into a wall, bumping into a wall, bumping into a wall, bumping into a wall. This this church is not because people keep bumping into the wall and they get a flat face. This church is not the first church of flat faces. No, no, <clears throat> this is the light the candle church. Light the candle church. Blow it out church. Get through it. Get to the other side. I mean, you need to get tired of looking over the fence and seeing better things over there. And you need to get through that fence and start living in some new scenery, you know. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <clears throat> what we're talking about are the rhemas of the Spirit. Yes. Yeah. Rhema is the word means the spoken word, not just the written word, but the word that's spoken and comes alive and it lights your candle. <laughs> so you, you might for years have been hitting something and can't get past it. That just means you need your candle lit. Where you used to be kind of running up there and going bump. Now you're going to boom, get right there. Praise God. Praise be to God. I said praise be to God. Not leap over the wall. Just go ahead and plow right on through it. Or leap over it. However you need to get through it. Get over it. Praise God. Really, what we're talking about is the, 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 is the, is the spark. It's the divine spark to do the impossible. That's what we're talking about. Revelation is the divine spark to do the impossible. You watch uh, them shoot off rockets now. They're, they're developing rockets. I think one I saw recently, if I remember correctly, I think, I'm, I, think I remember the number. The, the rocket at the base has now 32 rockets, 32 rocket engines. You know how they start those? One spark. They start shooting the fuel and then one spark. And they light those rockets. Yeah. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. 
get out of the gravitational pull of this earth. Well, lighting the divine spark of revelation will light your spirit up to get out of the gravitational pull of your circumstances. It'll light your spirit up. It'll light your spirit up. It'll light, it'll change you. It'll change you. I said, it'll change you. The spirit of faith is like a fire. It's like a fire. Amen. That is lit. A fire that has been lit. A revelation that has gone off in your spirit. To where you get past where you've been going. Hallelujah. It's a fire that's lit in the inner man. Remember, Jeremiah said, your words were found, I did eat them, they were unto me the joy and the rejoicing of my heart. And, uh, and uh, there, was, there was something that, that got in him that he, he rejoiced at. And uh, it lit him up on the inside. Hallelujah. So unless your candle's lit by the word of God, you're going to stay in the same, within the same boundaries of where you've been for the re- all your life. Amen. Why don't you light your candle? Now listen, you'll lose some friends. Just get ready for it. But listen, what is it worth to you? Amen. I don't want to be stuck for the rest of my life behind limitations when I had possibility in front of me. Just because I didn't want anybody to get unhappy, you know, or something like that. I've made a lot of people unhappy. Because I was too radical for them, you know. Listen, it's my life. I'm going to yeah. enjoy it. You exactly. know what I'm talking about? I'm going to live in victory in my yes. life. Yes, amen. We're going to live. Amen. Yes. I want to get beyond what's been limiting me yes. and see some new scenery. Yes. Hallelujah. 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 So this is the source of this. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. I just love this, don't you? Yes. Your faith needs a word explosion going off inside every day. Yes. Every day. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, that's what that fire is. Yeah. That fire is that fuel yep. burning and exploding. Yep. I'm talking about the rocket. Yep. That's what that is. That's a word. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's, a, it's a fuel explosion. Yeah. It's being ignited and it's exploding. Yes. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Now, don't tell anybody, but whenever we were clearing out for our house, you know, this is private, so it's going out over the Internet. <laughs> So we, you know, where we had built our house, it was all wooded. There were trees. I think, if I remember right, Cameron helped me. I think we, was it 90-some trees, 96 trees or something like that, we cut down to clear out the area where our house was. Of course, then they had to push the stumps out, but we did the cutting of the trees. You know. We piled it up in a big pile in the middle. Waited until wintertime, I think, if I remember right, or whenever. We, we burn them. But, you know, no, no, it was during, we tried to burn them during the summertime, and they were still green. Did you ever try to light green wood? Yeah, it's tough. But nothing diesel fuel can't handle. <laughs> they tell you not to do that, but I did it. And uh, we just keep pouring it on, just keep pouring it on. It would, it would you know, you'd, you got to stand back, you know. Yeah, more power. That's, 
Let's keep lighting that candle. Let's keep lighting. Country boy can survive, I'll tell you what. So you just need a word explosion to, and just to, until, until that candle's just, you know, just keep pouring it on, just keep pouring it on, just keep pouring it on. And that fire, it took a while, I don't know, it took an hour and a half, I think, or something like that. It took quite a while, but once that thing caught, it didn't matter, it didn't matter if it was green. That was so hot. I mean, you couldn't be within 30 feet of the thing. It was so hot. That thing, that thing smoldered down there for really a couple of weeks. Smoldered. I mean, I go out there and there's still smoke coming up. I dig down, there's hot coals down there burning. So hot, so hot. But how did you get to that place where it was just, just it consumed everything. It, it took, keep lighting it, keep lighting it, keep lighting it. Hallelujah. So did you get that? Your faith needs a word explosion going off on the inside every day. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's, that's something you need to understand. Now, let's, let's switch gears here. Psalm 119, let's, let's finish this up, the, the end of this verse. Psalm 119, 130. Hallelujah. Somebody said, do I have revelation or not? Well, if you're asking us, you don't. <laughs> when you get it, you're so excited. You're telling us what the Bible says. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I used, to, I used to kind of, in fellowshipping with other ministers, we're, we're all both excited, or however many of us are there, we're all excited about the things that we're almost acting like we're mad at one another. You know, the Word of God says, you know, <laughs> we, we love each other. We enjoy our fellowship. But the way we talk to one another, you know, it's just, <laughs> hug each other and say goodbye, you know. <laughs> Psalm 119, 130. There's something here we've got to finish this with. It says, The entrance of thy word gives light. It gives understanding unto the simple. Amen. Now, let's, let's say something about light before we get into this second part of this verse. We'll wrap this up. Light is the way you know God. Light is the way you know God. You don't know Him through... This life, I mean, this world, this natural world is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You, do, you don't know God that way. You can have experiences in this life that have nothing to do with God. In fact, they're directly opposite of God. And you could never, you, you, you could have experienced those things that are opposite of the Word of God all your life and not know God in an area because you don't have the light. Light is the way God reveals himself. Amen. That's the way you know God. Amen. Uh, I've, I've, people are good people, good Christians, love God, just go, go to heaven just as quick as you and I. Uh, born again, you know what I'm talking about, walk with God, live holy, so forth and so on. But that doesn't mean they know God in certain areas. Because they don't have light in some areas. There's probably, light, there's probably areas in all our life we don't have yeah, light. Yeah. There's certainly areas we don't have light like we need to have light or, or are going to have light because it's from faith to faith. But um, you, can, you can be a good person and be defeated in areas of your life. Doesn't make you a bad person. You're, 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 you're not evil. You're not bad. Nothing, you know. But you just don't have light in certain areas. 
So this verse, the entrance of your word gives light, gives understanding to the simple. The word simple threw me for years. The word simple doesn't mean intellectually inadequate. It literally means uncomplicated, uncluttered. Uncomplicated and uncluttered. Now let's spend some time with this. This is a big key to getting light. He said, the entrance of his word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. Light and understanding are synonymous terms there. Light and understanding are, are to the simple. Those that are uncomplicated or uncluttered. Amen. You've heard, it's been years since I've preached it, that your faith, need, you need to simplify your life. Yes. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Become skilled at simplifying our lives so the word can get through to us. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. So, so the word that reveals God, yeah. that, can, uh, that we can know God through the word, mm-hmm. you know. The Bible says in Psalm, 40, Psalm 4610, I'm going to not spend much time here, but I'm just going to wrap this up. Psalm 4610, you know this verse, or, you know, at least part of it here. It says, be still and know that I am God. Yes. Be still and what? And be still and what? And be still and what? And be still and know. So it's evident that if you want to know God, you have to come to this place called being still. Now, how do you know God? Light. Light is another word for revelation, so I'm not trying to get complicated. I'm just saying the Bible uses different words, so we're just using the words the Bible uses in these settings. So to have light, is, which is how you know God, then you have to get to this place you, you, you get still. It has a lot to do with quieting your mind. Amen. Now, there's a difference between knowing about God and knowing God. Be still and know that I am God. There's a difference between knowing about God and knowing God. Most Christians know about Him. They log information. They've been to church. But they don't really know God. You have to be still to know God. Amen. And to really trust God, you have to know Him. People say, I know what the Word says. I trust God. Well, do you trust any other person? God's a person. Do you trust any other person that you don't know just because they gave you their word? I had a guy give me a quote on something I was wanting to sell recently. And I don't know this guy from Adam. So I'm getting a consultant to come It's timber on our land. I'm getting a consultant to come in. And actually, who's independent. He doesn't work for them. Doesn't work for me. He's totally independent. But it just gives me the price, what it's really worth. Because the guy that gave me the quote, I don't know him from anything. Don't know him from Adam. In fact, I found out the other day he was in prison for a while. Well, maybe I'll just get a second quote and find, uh, you know, how many of you know what I'm talking about? I'm not saying, you know, that that sheds light on him today, but I don't know him. If I had known him for years and knew his character and knew his word was his bond and he, he's full of integrity and so forth, I could trust him. In fact, I could trust him on a handshake. No, no needed to sign contract. But no, I don't know, don't know him, so I can't trust him. Amen. Maybe, maybe he's made, made amends and gotten right and he's perfectly honorable and integrity and so forth. That's years ago, you know. So, but I don't know that, so I can't trust him. 
Yes, sir. That's the way it is with God. People say, I know what the Word says. But do you know Him? Yeah, His Word reveals Him. But you have to fellowship with Him over His Word and listen to the Holy Spirit talking about His Word. And let it come alive to you. Amen. And so that's the main faith problem the church has today. And by the way, knowing God is the way to take meaningless legalism and turn it into an exciting, vital, and exhilarating life. What others might do meaninglessly, I could do the same thing, and it's an exciting, exhilarating thing because it's alive to me. Amen. So to be still means to cease, abate, or stop. It says, be still and know that I am God. Now, that doesn't mean just do nothing. Because right. I know a lot of people aren't doing anything that yeah. don't know God. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. We get more information about what he's talking about here. We find it in Isaiah 40, verses 28 and 31. It says, they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. Remember, they'll mount up with wings and... And uh, I was meditating on that one time, and the Lord said, because I read there, they that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. And uh, I was meditating on that, <coughs> and the Spirit of God said, too, He said, and their vision, too. Come on. Did you get that? Yes. They that wait on the Lord renew their vision. Yes. Now, the, vision, uh, the word vision is a very similar thing to what we're talking about. You may remember without a vision, the people perish. Yeah, I believe yeah. Brother Mize might have quoted yeah. that uh, this weekend. But he said, without a vision, the people perish. The word mean, literally means seeing. Yeah. 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 Seeing. Yeah. Amen. Amen. If you don't see something other than what you see, yeah. you're going to get discouraged, quit, yeah. throw in the towel, give yeah. up. Come on. But if you see something other than what you see, yeah. Yeah. I mean, hope stays alive, faith yeah. stays alive, everything yeah. stays alive. Yeah. And people say, you just don't make no sense. And that's exactly right. It's not based on sense. So uh, they that wait upon the Lord, they'll renew their strength. They'll renew everything in their spirit. They'll renew the, the life of God. They'll renew, you know, the, the Bible talks about the inward man is renewed day by day. They'll renew their vision. They'll renew their, their faith. They'll renew their joy and excitement about what's ahead. And, Hallelujah. So he's talking about waiting on the Lord, and that includes setting aside distractions. Letting go of things that pull you a hundred different directions in order to spend time in the presence of God. Remember Mary and Martha? <laughs> Martha had a life, heart, and mind that was so cluttered. Somebody said she was just serving. No, but Jesus said, you're careful and troubled about many things. She had a life so cluttered and complicated that she couldn't hear what Jesus was saying that day. Isn't that right? Amen. That's the main danger of letting the complexities of life, the, the busyness of life, letting that uh, keep you from stillness. You need time of stillness. Can we just wrap this up before we go? So, um, you know, in a real sense, sin complicates people's lives. Sin clutters people's lives. A life of disobedience and so forth. You know, some guy commits adultery and now all of a sudden life becomes complex. Yep. 
He's got to cover his tracks here and, and hide something here and lie over here. Then he's got to remember which lie he told to which person. And he, I mean, it gets real complicated real quick. Yeah. But, um, but there's more to... A, a, there's more to simplifying your life than just not living in sin. Believe me, living, living in holiness simplifies your life. <laughs> but there's more to it. In a real sense, um, Martha was doing something good, but it kept her from hearing. It kept her from being still at the proper time. There's a time to be doing things. There's a time to be still. Amen. Are you still? I'm, I'm almost done. Just give me a minute here. A simplified life doesn't come just because uh, you de- decide, or let me say it this way. It doesn't just come from deciding what is good and what is evil. It comes by measuring what is needful at the moment. There are times the demands of life are pressuring you, and yet in your spirit you know, if I don't spend time with God and get light on the direction I need to go... I'm going to even get busier because I'm, I'm, I'm just going the wrong direction and things are not working out. You got to get still. Sometimes I want to scream this kind of thing from the top of the housetops in the body of Christ. Amen. Here's an indication that your, too, your life is too complicated. We see it in Martha. She was critical, told Jesus, tell Mary to help me. Isn't that right? (laughs) Isn't that right? And so she was critical of others growing and entering into more light. I've seen it over and over again. People do the right thing and they keep getting more light. And others who are not continually getting more light, they grow distant from the rest of those getting light. And they become critical of them. Come on. Amen. They get separated. They get out there critical, and you know, well, they, and, and in their mind, they're not among us anymore. Amen. Anxiety is just an indicator you've not chosen what is needful. But I got so many things, and I got so many troubles, and I got so many tests and trials. I know. Get, get still. Get still. Get still. The devil's holding you in the mental, keeping your mind racing, trying to figure it all out. Get still. Listen down in here. Light is what fixes all that. Light is what fixes all that. But y'all don't care. Oh, you don't understand what real care really looks like. Amen. Hallelujah. What this is is responsibility. Ephesians 5.16. I'm almost done. Ephesians 5.16. I've been saying that for a while, you know, but um, (laughs) Ephesians 5.16, redeeming the time because the days are evil. In other words, the evil that is in the world all around you will eat up your time if you don't give your first portion to the Lord. Amen. Amen. And listen, the more darkness you walk in, the more busyness just crowds in and, and things that aren't going right need attention. It's just like a downward spiral. Like when you pull the plug on the bathtub, you know, just going down. And that's the way people's life is. 
The, the less they give to being still and hearing from God. Yeah. You know, that's where you get direction, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That light gives you direction. Yeah. If you don't have light, you don't have direction. So you don't get direction. Now you're going the wrong direction, yeah. making wrong decisions, which creates more things which need attention. Yeah. Problems. Yeah. I'm telling you, this is a big deal for some. You just want to tell them, grab them and say, get still, get yeah. still. Yeah. Turn this off. Turn yeah. this off. Yeah. But they, they keep going, and so busy, 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 and they require more and more attention. These things require more and more attention, and it's just a, a down, it's like going down the drain. You've got to unplug. You've got to unhook from, from what, so redeeming the time. Do you know the way you, you redeem the time? You, you do it by giving God the first portion. Amen. Begin your day in the Spirit. That's redeeming your time. Because without giving him the first portion, the rest, you see, the first portion belongs to God. You know, it's the principle of the tithe. You give the first portion to, 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 to God, the rest is redeemed. Do the same thing with your time. Give the first portion of it to God, and the rest is redeemed. I've, I've, I've gone to prayer about some people sometimes. This has happened a number of times. And I said, God, I just don't understand. They, they, just keep, they just keep going this way. Just keep going this way. Just keep going this way. And he said, and I, I was like, Lord, what's, what's going on? He said, they really don't fellowship with me. All right. They don't have fellowship with me. All right. I didn't say they weren't saved. The Lord didn't say they weren't saved. He didn't say they didn't have a relationship through the blood. But there's a difference between relationship and fellowship. Yes. Are you getting any help this yes. evening? You've got to give your first portion to God and don't just, don't just check the clock. Watch the clock. Yeah. Yeah. Get still. Mentally, still. get still. Yeah. Many Christians live their whole life and they've never, never gotten their minds still. Yeah. Might not be so as many people here, but, but yeah. this is huge. Yes. Many times when I've gotten my mind still up out of my spirit, the answer was right there trying to get up. But there was no channel open for, to, to enter into any part of my mind because I had one channel on this, one channel on this. But as soon as I got still, it's almost like my wife says something. Bloop. <laughs> there it is. And it was something that I wasn't thinking about, but it was my answer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Simplify your life and just walk in those things. Put those things first. Walk in that light and it'll fix things you had no solution to. You've been trying to find a solution for years, right? The solution is in the light. Hallelujah. This principle is in Exodus 13. I'm going to just give you these verses. Exodus 13, 2 and 12 through 13. I'm going to read them. <clears throat> Exodus 13, 2 and then verses 12 and 13. Sanctify unto me all the firstborn, underline firstborn, whithersoever openeth the womb among the children of Israel, both of man and of beast, it is mine. Say it out loud, it is mine. It is mine. Thou shalt set apart, so the word sanctify and thou set apart, unto the Lord all that openeth the matrix and every firstling that cometh of the beast which thou hast, the males shall be the Lord's, there it is, it's mine, and every firstling of an ass thou shalt redeem with a lamb if thou wilt not redeem it then thou shalt break his neck and all the firstborn among uh, of man among the, the, the children 
uh, shall thou redeem. Now, what is he saying here? Let me say, he said, the first of everything is mine, but there's some things that are not considered holy. That was in the Old Testament. We're considered holy by God to offer as a sacrifice, like an ass or a yes. or donkey or something. Yes. So he said, what you do is you take a, some, one of the holy animals and you give it in the place of that donkey, yeah. and then that donkey is redeemed. Yeah, all right. The first donkey yeah. that was supposed to be, belongs to God, yeah. God wouldn't receive it as an offering because no. it wasn't holy. Now, that's Old Testament. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying, he said, take one that is holy and give it in its place. And then the first one of the donkey will be redeemed. Do you get that? Yes. Redemption is in the first portion. The first portion is the redemptive portion. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. Romans eleven sixteen says, If the first fruits be holy, the lump is also holy. Holy means separated unto God. When you and I take what is God's and give it to Him, that redeems everything else in that area. And that's true with money. That's true with time. When you give the first portion to God and you, you spend time being still, listening to Him, fellowshipping with Him, worshiping Him, you're going to redeem the rest of your, you're going to redeem the time in the rest of your day. Amen. He said, redeeming the time because the days are evil. You know as well as I do, the evil things just simply mean stuff that comes up and just robs you of your time. Amen. He's saying, this is how you, you keep that from happening. You give the redemptive portion to God, which is the, which is the first portion. Hallelujah. Now, we're not living under the law. This is, this is law. But the New Testament says this principle is true, you know, about uh, just honoring God with the first of thy substance, with all that increase. So, praise the Lord. <clears throat> Did you get anything out of that? The first portion is the redemptive portion. What you do with that determines what God can do with the rest. Talking about your time. Primarily here tonight, we're talking about your time. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are seasons that we go through and, 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 you know, we progress in life and go into different seasons, new seasons. And in every season, you need to find out from God what is most important. What do I need to be giving my time to? I've been asking God that concerning starting a church in Kansas City. Now, is that more important than this or that more important? Or where does that fit? What, what is priority with me? in your mind? Because I want to Put first things first. So as seasons change and as they progress, learn to find out what's first. Because what might have been first or most important in another season, and this season's not most important. What do I give my time to now? Making any sense? Remember Philippians Philippians chapter number 1, is it verse number 10, I believe, where it talks about in the Amplified, uh, know what is the highest and the best. That you may, may, may learn to prize and value what is the highest and best. We'd say the most important. And so just make that your prayer. I think it's Philippians 1.10 in the Amplified. Uh, that you, you find out what's most important for me. And I'm, let me tell you something that's most important. And that is having regular times that you're still. You're still. Still means you're fellowshipping with God and you've turned this off. Praise the Lord. And what happens? The entrance of His Word gives light. That's where, that's where light comes. I've learned this about God. He tends to talk in solitude. He doesn't like to talk when he has to override competing voices. 
I wouldn't even say he tends to talk. It's just that we tend not to hear him. Yes, yes. Amen. But there is something about God. He's not going to fight with everything else that we've made important. He's going to say, I'll wait until they really want to know what I have to say. Amen. He tends to like to talk in solitude. That which you hear in secret, declare upon the housetops, he said. He likes to talk when, 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 he, when we're the only, he, he's the only one that is important to us. The only one that we're fellowshipping with. He, listen, don't try to fellowship with him with the, with the TV on, with something going. Amen. Amen. 17 people said amen. You need to come to the place you get still. Say amen. That's why it's important not to, my brother, I believe it was a Dr. Mize, you can stand with me. I was at him that said, you know, somebody was watching live stream and I can get the floor swept and all that. You're not getting it. That's why it's good to come apart. Come to church, sit down, get separate from everything else. Praise the Lord. I am so glad I came to church tonight. <laughs> Thank God for light. Light fixes things. Light gives answers for impossible things. It brings solutions. Hallelujah. Makes things work. This makes things work. Things that used to be confusing, used to be, you know, we, we didn't have answers to. Now we got the answer. And I'm telling you, you start, you start getting, you start applying real answers to life's challenges. Real answers. Not, not just band-aid on a cancer answer. Real Bible answers. And think life will become, in a lot of ways, tranquil. You, you don't have the drama you used to have. Amen. God's not a drama God. Too many people's lives just drama, 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 drama. Well, if you had real solutions, you would have avoided all that. And if something comes up, you deal with it and cease, be still. You're back to where there's no drama. Hallelujah. 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 Father, we thank you for, for, for real emosokiete e bravasa ke pepe felie ke onomoshahagi. We thank you our spirits are alive to you. Hallelujah. Thank you the light that shines in the darkness. Dispels all confusion. Dispels all distortion of reality. And dispels, yes, even deception. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the devil's powerless against it. The devil has no weapon that can overcome it. Ha, ha, ha. And so we walk on, step after step, walking in the light, walking in the light. We're, we're, we're light walkers. Hallelujah. And all that tries to oppose us, is powerless against us. And so we walk on free and full into the blessings of God. And all that is waiting for us that heaven has and that heaven has reserved for those that walk in the light. We walk into it step by step. And light and glory 
and honor and dignity and victory and salvation and deliverance and all that you have for us. It rolls into our life like a glory cloud. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. And life is exalted. And life is lifted. And life is full of glory. Praise be to your name. Praise be to your name. Ha, ha, ha. Yes, I see that. So many things will continue to blow all around us, in the society around us. Uh, but it'll not be anymore as we continue to be lifted by this light and the glory of God. It'll not be anymore as if it's around us. <laughs> but now it'll be as if it's beneath us. Rising above the storm. Glory to God. Looking down on all the harassment of the enemy, of the wicked, and those that walk in darkness. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for this high place, this high place, this high place that you have ordained for us. Glory, glory, glory. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you. You've wet some appetites tonight. <laughs> yeah, some that have been struggling, busy, busy, busy in their minds, but uh, struggling spiritually. Lord, you've wet, an ap- you've wet some appetites tonight for what can be and what really, really is and can be entered into because of their redemption. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That they'll walk on over into that. Switch from darkness to light. <laughs> Hallelujah. And it'll calm the storms. Calm the storms. Hallelujah. From within them, the stillness that enters into them will come from them and exude from them and start becoming as a bubble around them. Ha, ha, ha. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. And life will become calm. And they will become calm. And the glory of God will be revealed. Praise God. And solutions will be, be uh, in that presence. In your presence. Praise your, na- praise your name. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even some that are taking something, taking medications of sorts, to sleep at night. All of a sudden, they won't need it anymore. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If that's for you, if, if that's you, you take it. Yeah, if that's for you, you take it. In the name of Jesus. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I suppose she I see that, I see that, I see that. <clears throat> Some are chronically ill. Not just up to par, so to speak. Maybe not just, you know, maybe, maybe not hospitalized, but chronically not up to par physically. But this is the reason. Disease in the mind and spirit causes disease in the body. And so that'll change. Hallelujah. Like Isaiah said. Yeah, I see that, Father. Ha, ha, ha. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. The light breaks forth as the morning as they become still. And health springs forth speedily. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah, I know that. I know that. A lack of proper rest at night is contributing to it. My, my, my. God's ministering to somebody. We're just saying what the Holy Ghost is saying. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So leave not this place saying, I don't know what to do. But leave saying, I got my answer. Ha, ha, ha. It might be rough on my flesh. It might mean me to cast down imaginations and to get a hold of my thought life. But I got my answer. I got my answer. I've been spinning my wheels just trying to make confessions. But tonight I got my answer. <laughs> Ma ha ha. Menge shi. Yenge do. Ha ha ha. And I hear the Spirit of God saying, it won't take that long. It won't take long at all. The length of time it takes you to get still is all the length of time it'll take. Just as soon as you get still, it'll change just like that. It'll change. What's been going on in your body will change. Ha ha ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Oh, yeah. Glory. My, 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 my. My, 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 my. My, 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 my. Whoa, maybe she, oh, bagie, egyakunya, anamie, inkaludi, kalamese, eninula, kapasie. So, but don't stop. I hear the Spirit of God saying this. But then once you enter into that and your body becomes at rest and takes on life and light and victory and healing and strength, then don't stop there. For just a few more steps of, of faith and endurance in being still, all of a sudden answers will start to come in other areas. Over here, and an answer for over here. And a question you've had about life in this area, an answer will come in this area. And you'll say, my, 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 look at how I've been shortchanging myself. All this was mine all the time. I just wasn't entering into it. And so now the switch has been made, the change has been made, the adjustment's been made. And as you hold fast to the new lifestyle of walking in the stillness and answers and light, yea, glory shall be revealed. Hallelujah. And life will begin to take on victories. Victory after victory. Victory after victory. Small at, at the beginning. Maybe, maybe, maybe is your good to paye and a maguye and manie. For the recipe, hiki, fe patuye kahayan and a mula bagie, papakian yanyana, yepatikia. For there must be a switch. There must be a change. There must be a resensitizing of your spirit. For you've walked away from that still small voice, and that hardened your heart, made it insensitive. And so some things will take a bit of time because it'll take some time to become resensitized or, or where, you're, where you're sensitive again, where you're, you're sensing what God's saying to you again. Hallelujah. 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 But if you'll stick with it and start acting on the promptings as you get quiet and still and the light comes and you start acting on those promptings, then the softening will begin. And the more you walk in that, the softer your heart becomes. And you can get back to where you were and then even start going past where you used to be. Ha <laughs> ha. And start progressing spiritually. Ha. Ah, glory be to God. Glory be to God. And then you'll turn to someone and you'll say, I can see I was just spinning my wheels. 
I was just going through the motions. I was just operating out of my head. And I was getting nothing and going nowhere. But now I'm progressing. Praise God. It's as if my spiritual wheels have caught traction. And I'm progressing and moving forward. And life is becoming grand. Life is becoming sweet. And it's all in an easy flow. An easy flow. Not difficult at all. For it comes out of a fellowship with Him that makes it all flow easily. Glory be to God. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes, Lord, some appetites have been wet. And the opportunity has been set before them. Oh, yes. And the Word has brought it to their attention that their answer is right here. So, Father, it's now in their court. And they go their way. Either going their way the way they have been living. In their own mind. Making their own plans. Being busy or turning, turning to the light and turning being still. Ah, yakana mosuke. Oh, Lord, I'm trying to quit, but you keep giving me thanks. Haramazike, yingana moshke, For I see some before them are set two paths. Two paths. The, the, the path from here, wise, takes a Y and goes two different directions. And the path you choose, choose determines what gets set in motion for years. Years. And some things, if you go too long down that wrong path, it'll, it, it'll be, you won't have time to even get back, to get back where you should be spiritually. And, and things won't be able to be recovered because too much, too much set in motion, too many bad habits learned. Ah, but then this other path, this other path, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Choose that path. Choose the path of the light. Choose the path of exiting the mind and listening to the Spirit of God within your spirit and being quiet and being still. Ha! And following that which comes up out of your spirit rather than that comes up out of your mind and listen to the Spirit of God within you. And uh, that, that path will save your life, even lengthen your life. Ha, ha, ha. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, for I see that path. I, 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 now, now, oh, I see now. I see now. I see now further on the horizon. My, my, my. I see that, Lord. My, 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 my. As if I'm lifted up and I can see further. And that path on the, on the one side grows darker and darker, and it's not very long. You won't live very long. For the darkness will take you out. But oh, this path, I see this path. It grows brighter and brighter. And it's long. Yes, it even goes beyond the horizon that I can see. So walk on. Make the adjustment. Tonight's your opportunity. Yea, even a rescue for this one that the Spirit of God's dealing with. Ha, ha, ha. The Lord's waiting on you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. The Lord's good. The Lord's good enough to rescue us. Whew, my, my, my. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Stop struggling. Stop struggling. Yield to the Spirit.
Yield to this voice that you're hearing tonight. Yield to the Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Aren't you glad you came? Let's just give God thanks. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Say it out loud. I hear what the Spirit's saying. I have the ears that I the ears that can hear. And I'll make the adjustments in my own life. Ha ha ha. And and long life belongs to me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. 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 You know, we're, we're a lot of times like Dr. Dufresne. Remember that story? He, he was diagnosed with cancer. And he said, where did I miss it? And he said, the Lord told him two things. You're disobedient in the province office. Number two, he said, you, you, just, you just, huh? You're not getting enough rest. You're not getting enough rest. Remember, he made that adjustment. The Lord said, okay, you'll, you'll go back within 30 days and be gone. And it was. He went back and was gone. But then you remember, he, he got busy again. And it started coming back. I don't know how much of that he said publicly. But he, he had to put his foot to it. See, sometimes whenever we've had a lifestyle of doing certain, living certain ways, we'll make the adjustment and we'll go the right way for a while. And then we get busy, busy, busy again. So this might be an area you have to put your foot to it a number of times and develop a new habit. But, but you can do it. Amen. Greater is he that's in us. We can do it. Glory be to God.